feel real good, all right? Most dope. Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. I'll put this in the air. It's not my thumb. It's my middle finger. Hey, enjoy enjoy this shit music while it lasts. Come on, Taylor. Play it out. Play it out. This is a great song. From the Nosebleeds. I'm Shane. This Stolo. brings me back to the Flyers in like 2010 when this is their victory song. Alongside Vince Lobiondo and joining us from Cyberbully Nation is Patrick O'Leary. Episode 53. Pat, you look, like you're about the, you look like you're about to drive a plane into someplace you're not supposed to. You look like a pilot right now. Oh, we can't hear you, which is better. It's honestly better. <laughs> said, oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Pat, can you hear me? That's the whole point of these. I could hear you guys the whole time. Brown control the major Tom. You're major Tom today. Uh, by the way, we have a special guest in studio who shall be named nameless. His name's Nick Saka. <laughs> you just named him. <laughs> and I just named him. And he's a great friend of the show. He listens to every episode that he was on, which is like one. And he'll probably listen today for the shout out and like save it for later, if you know what I mean. But, um, you know, we have a lot to Go talk on, about guys. today. It's been a minute. We have a lot to talk about today. Yeah, we have we a lot to break do. down. The Eagles are in the middle of a of a disaster season of a disastrous season. Yeah. They're not going to amount to anything. Taylor Heineke's going to win this division, but that whatever. That's Whoa. neither here nor there. I mean, if anyone's winning the division, it's the Cowboys. It's it's Taylor Heineke. He is going to strut down Broad Street I, with, the, with that Lombardi trophy. I like I actually like Taylor Heineke. Like I know he I like plays him. for a rival team, but like if you saw that uh He's a post, good looking guy. That post game interview on the field where he like was talking about how I think it was his sister, like Housed him like while he was like in his the sister XFL housed and he was him broke. meaning meaning what like, like she let him in? like she let yeah like let him stay oh, okay. on her couch like while oh, he was playing right. in the XFL and was broken like he was getting teary eyed you about know it. Donald Trump did that for um what the hell is that oh, like, no. Jennifer Hudson and you know that was a good deed that he did and guess we're what? already in the Trump talk we're dude. allowed to talk about good deeds that <laughs> shitty or not so shitty people do you know that's up to you. But Taylor, uh, by the way, is uh, wearing a Florida Marlins hat. We we knew that was coming. That, yeah, I, I, yeah. I only wear hats of uh, teams that have made the playoffs in the past 10 years. Uh, the Florida Marlins <laughs> aren't even an organization anymore. You do realize that. They're, they're not an they're organization They're not an organization anymore. anymore, and I guarantee you they've made the playoffs more yeah, recently they, and than they, the Philadelphia Phillies. And they have a no, better record than the Phillies. No, no they haven't. They, the last time they won anything was like 04. Maybe well, 05. Speaking of the Phillies, before we got in here, Seamus earlier today tweeted... Uh, I have a eulogy, by the way. Seamus uh, <laughs> responded to the Sixers tweet about their game tonight, saying he can't wait for Philly season. I cannot wait for Philly and season. I that said it, it was a shot at the Sixers directly, so I said Absolutely at least it was. the Sixers have made the playoffs in the last 10 years, to which Seamus said making the playoffs in the NBA is easier than the MLB. Because every team makes the playoffs in the NBA. To which I just responded to Seamus... I sure would hope it's hard to make the MLB playoffs considering my team hasn't done it in 10 fucking years. Well, you say your team as if you give a shit about I, the Phillies, but that's, I, an, oh, entire, yeah, that's an entire different story. I had $400 story. on the line. Now, I know, I know everything with you. <laughs> and Vince, I love you to and death. And also, I get that it might be a little bit easier to make the NBA playoffs, but they were the one seed. Vince, I love you to death, right? Okay, and you're a great guy. You've been my friend. you love me to death? You've been my confidant. You've He's about all to tear the, you down. All the golden girls. Don't you have to tear you down. A, a, an ass is no, a butt as big as Nicki Minaj's cunt. Ooh, that's fake, though. I'm not really a big fan. Get I'm on. a butt guy, just, but just, not that. Go ahead. Nobody but anyway. Uh, nobody cares about you either. Well, nobody asks. Okay, cool. I, I'm Ooh, allowed. Nobody to, all right, asks. Taylor. Here's one thing. You you can like chime in with your like little one-liners. <laughs> this is my show too. Okay, this is my fucking show. No, Taylor. Taylor, Taylor keep show. distracting him so that he can't actually shit on me. But anyway, Vince, we've been through a lot together. You know the whole Mac Miller's passing. I got you through that. <laughs> we've been through a lot. Okay, and seriously, you're my good friend. 
but I but, mean, but everything with you revolves around betting and oh my god, you, let's let's bet on the Phillies. Not like oh, I have an investment in the in a team that I care about. You know what it's they not say? Like that? Vince. Anything that someone says before but doesn't matter. Well, I'm just saying, like you don't give a shit about the Phillies. Yes, and I you, do. No, you can like admit it, Seamus. Why is it? Why is it that I don't care? Because I like to make fun of them. They deserve you it. You make fun of them to the point where it's annoying. You know what else is annoying? When I root for this team year in and year out, and they fuck me. And they could have made the playoffs if they won three and, more games. And I could have, I don't know, fucked Rihanna if I was born a millionaire. But I wasn't. But that's and they didn't. That's probably not true. But I, I see what you're saying. Uh, listen, it was a bad season, right? Dombrowski made it worse yesterday. I don't know if you saw Dombrowski's. Uh, End of the year. Uh, I actually did not. Pat, know. did you see anything that Dave Dombrowski no. said yesterday? All right, so he basically no. went on. Um, he basically went on TV. Yeah, this is a sports podcast, and you don't care. He basically went on TV. You're right. He went. On, he went on TV, which is bullshit. He went on TV. But you don't care about this. You don't care about half the other fucking teams in Philly. So why should I care? About no, I one? care about the Sixers, <laughs> uh, but they're, they're. I don't know. They are a PR but nightmare you, but you right want now. The, they, they, oh, well, they are an embarrassment to the league we'll, right we'll now. Talk about the way that. they're handling the Ben Simmons yeah, situation. Talk about an embarrassment we'll to talk. the league. The Eagles are also an embarrassment to the league. Oh, Jalen Hurts is going to be the next whatever. The Phillies are oh, also Devante, an embarrassment oh, to the Devante league. Smith's going to be the finish, next whatever. Finish your point about the Phillies before we talk about these other teams. Deflection, man. Okay. I'll finish my point about the Phillies. Or Dombrowski. Dombrowski went on TV yesterday. He looks like one of those Whoville characters. Dombrowski more like Dombrowski. He, he looks like he's part of the Grinch. <laughs> And he goes up there and he's like, yeah, Am I, right? I drafted Nick Castellanos. Um, so cool. But I do have to give him credit for one thing. I mean, that's that's pretty important. Yeah, yeah. as a, there's that's, a fly ball deep yes. in the left field, yeah. back at the track at the wall. That's more I, memorable than anything this Phillies I mean, season. yeah, I saw you talking about Castellanos <laughs> to the Phillies today. And like, this isn't funny, but like, I'm going to make a joke about it anyway. It's going to be a little dark. I mean, in the city that has like 400 homicides in like only a couple months, Nick Castellanos might thrive. He will thrive here. Based yeah. I mean, with the amount of sh- the amounts of shooting just in this based country, on North and, Philadelphia shootings alone. That's what I mean. They should relocate Citizens Bank Park to Temple's campus. I mean, he's going to break the home run record in Philadelphia if that's uh, if he lives up to. what He, he will should put be. Barry Bonds to absolute shame in the city. Wait, he's coming to the Phillies? No, sh- it's it's an offseason he's gonna, target. He can. Op- See, here's the problem. I would. He's the now, most exciting you, player in baseball. If you want me to be a Phillies fan, get Castellanos. I've said <laughs> the I, way I, I pay don't, attention. I don't. Want you to be a fan. I don't want you to well, be. Castellanos is in the city. You have but, to pay attention because you never know, like if a building is going to collapse, if he hits or a home if the run World or something. Trade Center is going to come back in some GI way into Philadelphia and then collapse again. Wait, that's also possible. Wait, Seamus, are you gatekeeping my Phillies fandom? Am I gatekeeping? Uh, yeah. gate, gate, gatekeeping. Gatekeeping. Yes. Me- meaning, I don't know what that means. I went to Rome oh and I'm slow. <laughs> You've never heard that term. Gatekeeping. Are you yes. Serious? I mean, just just move past. It's not even worth it. Are we talking about farming? What is this farming? No. No, you just don't. Oh my Welcome God. to Farmville. <laughs> I mean, Welcome I don't know what Farmville. that means. It means you're. Hey, <laughs> yo, O'Leary, you can laugh all you want, but can you explain to me what it means? Probably not. Yes, it means that you're not letting him be a fan of something because oh. you have higher standards. Well, here's a question that I have. Why not say, hey, are you preventing me from being a fan? Every- like, why not? Shame like, is gatekeeping is not some term. like under underground word. Listen, it's as, as, as a radio guy who's going to replace Angelo Cataldi, listen, listen, as, I, as I think boomer, I don't need to should. know what the hell gatekeeping means. As a boomer, All right. you should. Let's By move the way, on. I would thrive in that market. Let's move on. Angelo's people would fucking love me. They would, abso- they the would absolutely listen, lo- listen, listen, love it. Listen, love it or listen. Howard Eskin is taking Howard's over taking that job? Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Howard can't even wake up. I'm not wasting any more time on the Phillies. That doesn't mean I don't like them, but Can they're Can I get dead. to the point about yeah. the Dombrowski yes. thing? I'm all fired up. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he was asked a question about Didi Gregorius. And oh, yeah. 
He said, basically, he said, yeah, he's not guaranteed a job. I talked to him. Uh, we basically told him that he has to be better. He basically said, yeah, I told him that he was shitty this year, and you're not guaranteed to be a starting shortstop for this team next year. Which leads me to believe... No one's jobs in this team should be it leads secured me to besides be- Bryce. It leads me to believe that there's a chance that Bryson Stott, and I know he's being floated around in trade rumors already, which is tampering because the playoffs haven't ended, but whatever. Um uh, Nobody cares about Dan. He, he is already being... Yeah, Daryl Morey sure as hell does least of all, Least of all, Rob Manfred. And Daryl Morey. But my point is, Didi Gregorius is not going to be your starting shortstop next year. I think Bryson Stott's going to get in there, and he's going to have a good spring training. Rumi. He's going to make the team, and it's going to be not what happened to Scott Kingery. That's not going to happen in this situation. Oh, Seamus. He is going to... He's going to throw... He's oh, the, new, sweet, he's the next boy. cheater. He's the next cheater. Bryson Stott. Mark it down. Put it in your phone. Put it in your text messages. Put it in your group chat. Listen, I hope. Breaking news. Breaking. Nets listed Kyrie Irving is out ineligible for Friday's preseason Ooh. game. Oh, you know what that means? He's Marks coming the to the Phillies. the first home game Irving will miss due to NYC's vaccination requirements. Love That's, to see that. Look, so Kyrie's an idiot. Yeah, hold on. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to uh, that later. I just had to put yeah, that out that, there. We'll also get back to the Phillies probably because we're going to introduce a new segment later, which what we segment? all know about. While we're on the Phillies. I, I'll give Wrap me, it up. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. I never usually wrap it up because there's nobody that you know would do anything with me. When, which All right, I imagine have to it's wrap Christmas it up. Eve. It's Christmas Eve. You got to wrap it up. Come on. Damn, I thought there was a Santa Claus, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I believe Wait, that's what to do. For a very to all our time. younger viewers, there is a Santa Claus. <laughs> no, there is Especially you, but, Vince. There is one. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking He's about. not who you think he is. <laughs> he's Taylor, actually. No, seriously. <laughs> Taylor goes to everyone's house on Christmas Eve and drops off little shit. You toys. fucking wish you could sit on Taylor's lap in a mall. <laughs> I mean, John Creighton, who's handsome, already Got offered him. that last time, but whatever. All right, go. Get finished. You wouldn't sit on point. his lap. No, because I was sweaty and I smelled like shit. But anyway, <laughs> here's the Phillies point. You ready? I will give you a legit analysis of what happened this year. They underperformed in every facet of the game, defensive, defensively especially. Offensively, they were a very good team. I think O'Leary will agree with that. Uh, offensively, you can't ask for much more. Um, listen, they... When Hoskins went down, that was huge. You don't have anyone to protect Harper in that lineup. You have no one. Ava Nick Castellanos, that would be a perfect fit. Marcus Simeon would be a perfect fit here. Um, I don't know who else. Uh, uh, there's people in our group chat that like Seager. Seager stinks. I don't want Seager anywhere near my team. He stinks. You could tell he's a bad clubhouse guy because Bob he's got Seager? a brother. No, 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 no. Kyle Seager's his oh, brother. Okay. This is Corey Siegel. Seager, not Seagull. I don't Siegel. know who Seagull is. But I'm all over the place. He's a member of the Marlins. But here's what's got to happen to end the Phillies talk, right? Miami Marlins. This is what's got to happen. They have to find a center fielder. They have the least production out of the center field spot and basically than any team in the majors. They have to find a center fielder. Dubes is gone. Get rid of him. I know I wrote his dick the entire time he was here. Wait, 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 wait. Can we get... Say that again for me a little louder. I know I rode Odubel Herrera's dick the entire time he was here. I didn't agree with the domestic assault shit, but you know what? He apologized and whatever. He was my center fielder. So I, I wasn't but one now of those... you agree. I wasn't one of those idiots on Twitter that says, get him off my team. I'm not actually watching this. I'm just getting the, the updates. No, I watched it because I'm watching the Phillies game. God forbid oh. you hold a team accountable. Yeah, right. <laughs> But but here's my problem with those people. They still watch the games, but they said they weren't watching the games. They're fucking frauds. But they're cockroaches. But anyway. No, those are for cow- That's That word is reserved strictly for Cowboys fans in Philadelphia. Yeah. Acor- according to who? Howard Eskin, the most overrated guy in the history of uh, sports? Oh, that. No. You cannot say that. Well, I just said it. <laughs> He's a media genius. He's a media genius. Okay, sure. Smarter than you. Yeah, smarter than me. Yeah, with his mink coats. But 
I will I mean, say he's I, a sign of being smarter than he's literally still him. doing it at this age. He knows what he's doing. He calls into the morning show like two days a week, and he has like a shit like a Saturday show on like for an hour. Yeah, he's old. Shame he he works when he works. We're not getting. He's ra- in his sixties. <laughs> that's that's old. not old. That's not for working old. age. Mike Francesa yes. is way more talented than uh, Howard Eskin. But anyway. I will say this about the Phillies. Center field needs upgrade. Shortstop needs upgrade. Uh, they need two starting pitchers. They need three three or four or five bullpen pieces. Other than that, we're in good shape. <laughs> That's a lot. And by the <laughs> way, I think, seriously, I'm not advocating for this, but I think uh, uh, Hoskins is gone. I really? think Yeah, I think Hoskins is gone. Um, he's going to get traded this winter. If we go, if, if DH rule actually does come into effect, like they've been saying it's going to for the past year, then I would love to keep Reese. Like, I, I know we've talked about this a couple times, Shane. I would love to keep him just to have a DH on. But like, why can't our DH come from come from the outside? Dan McGuckin actually made a good point today. He said, why not bring in Nelly Cruz? He he is the perfect DH candidate. He, so also, a, pro, a point that you brought up was Kutch. Why not, since he can't play ooh, the field. Like, that's another guy. Like, it, I mean, he did just have, like, the best power hitting year yes, of his career, his career this year. Absolutely. And, and so, listen, I mean, there's some value funneling there. him into a DH spot would be perfect because then you don't have to worry about him tiring out, getting injured out in the field. Like, why the hell not throw him in a DH but, spot? But what do you think about this? I'm curious as to... I don't even know where to look to look at you. That way? Can you see me? Well, that would be looking into his It doesn't anyway. matter. All right, it doesn't matter. You can hear look me. Look me in the eyes. Look me in the eyes. But yeah, platooning. That's what I wanted to get to about DHing. Because I know Vince is anxious to talk about the one and three Eagles. But platooning. Can you platoon at DH? Meaning, can you have three or four different guys DH for your team, and and how would that work? Now that like that's th- but that's the problem that the Phillies have. You can't. This have- is a question that we need to ask the strippers. I was going to yes, say, stop talking to me like stop, I'm a We need to stop by Lou Turks and ask. <laughs> I haven't been to like Delilah's in a while. Are the Delilah strippers more insightful than the Lou Turks? No, strippers? But, but they want your money more. Which we need to go. We need to do an experiment and go to all the strip clubs <laughs> in the city and see which yeah, strippers which, yeah, have a, the best a, analysis on the Phillies. Yeah, which which the last out media uh, card? Yeah, right. <laughs> which, which which strip club is Mike Francesa and which strip club is <laughs> Howard Eskin? Mike Francesa would be one. All right, I take that. I actually love Howard. Okay, but I have to say things when I'm angry because I was mad at him for something. But I'm not going to get into that. Oh, come, no, no, I have oh, to. I'm not boy. getting into it. Come on, you well, can't just. Say it, not say it. He had Dick Vermeil on his like 50th anniversary show, or whatever it was, and he treated him like shit. And I, I didn't, expect? I didn't appreciate that because well, I mean, what do you because, expect? It's Howard. No, I know, but like, come on, Howard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're like, he was like, I did, and we didn't have the best of times together. <laughs> but uh, and then Dick was like, yeah, you, yeah, you were a fucking asshole, pretty much, is what he said. And he's like, oh. he he's like, ah, oh, but we're best friends now. And then Mike Schmidt didn't even know where the hell he was when he called, and he was like, oh, is this Howard? And he was like, yeah, dude, like. Mike Mike's struggling. Anyway, yeah, whatever. But well, you got to kick a guy while he's down. I digress. By the way, no more Sundays with Schmidt, please, please. I can't do it. He is this guy's like the worst announcer I've ever heard in my entire life. And I also don't understand the Ben Davis hate. I think Ben Davis is fantastic. Ooh. I think Wait, well, you you were like no, the originator of no, the Ben Davis no, 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 hate. What I, the fuck no, are you talking no, no, about? No, no. Not Dude, as, every not time as an Ben announcer. Davis. Yes, as an announcer, no. every time Ben Davis would come I on, don't like, be like when he talks. Are you to... fucking kidding me? Ben Davis is coming on. Like this sucks. Like no, no, but because it. I love Cruck more than like life. I love Cruck <laughs> more than I love like anybody. Well, you never specify. This was before the years of Cruck too. Whatever he'd be on the screen, you'd just be like, I fucking hate Cruck or Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, and it's not even close. What the hell has John Cruck done besides hit three hundred in his career? Get you just said you loved him more than life. I love him more than life, but Bruce is on a different facade. 
Is that the correct facade. usage of facade? Level? No. Level. <laughs> facade is like something that is made up. It's not really there. Yeah. By the way, speaking of facades, <laughs> you ever seen Ninja Warrior? American Ninja Warrior? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Nick Sacco, who's our guest today over there, he's in the corner. Hi, Nick. By guest, you mean your ride? He, my ride. Okay. <laughs> Cool. I mean, way to ruin our friendship after 25 years. <laughs> Nick, he, just, he just stormed out. Ta- Tower just ruined our friendship. I don't understand what's Shape happening. He said he hates now. you. No, I, I love Nick. But by the way, he's getting a new dog on Saturday. And I'm excited Yo. to meet him. Congratulations. And her name is, uh, should I reveal the name or no? All right. Her name able. is going to be Chloe. Her name is going to be right. Chloe, like Chloe Deschanel. As long as it's not I mean, that's Zoe oh, that's Deschanel. Zoe. Never mind. Jacket. Is it Chloe All or right. Zoe? <laughs> Chloe, okay, yeah, I was wrong. I want to talk about this. is going this. very well. <laughs> All right, what do you want to talk about, Vince? Well, first, I was thinking first we would do uh, the Sixers because the Eagles talk, we'll, we'll, we'll get into like our weekend. Yeah, the one that. and three Eagles, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that for last because we have a lot to talk about being at the tailgate and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, the Sixers. Well, Eric's got a lot to talk about, to be fair. Be- ben, <laughs> the Ben Simmons saga <laughs> continues. Yes. Um, it's, it is a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare. I it's wouldn't say it's disaster, the Sixers' fault, opinion. but God, is, God does it suck. It really, um, I mean, so... Like you ben. can't say it. You can't say it's yeah. the Sixers' fault. You can't. You kind of can say it's his camp's fault because they've been the oh, ones big kind time of just his like camp's fault. It's more his fault. But also, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. I blame a, a good amount of it on Doc too. Like you look at the Thank comments you. Doc made, and he definitely took that to heart. And the fact that Doc the entire season, I don't know, he's supporting him the entire season, blah blah blah. But yeah. also, like when you come out, and I get it's heat of the moment, whatever. He probably was just like pissed in general. But, like, you can't, as a guy who's been in the league that long, come out and be like, hey, like, I don't think he's a point guard that could be on a championship. I mean, he didn't say that. He said he didn't know if he could be a point guard on a championship team. You can't come out and do that after you've been, <clears throat> like, on the guy. Like, the, the, you've been his biggest supporter the whole year. You can't just come out and throw him under the bus to, to like, hide your own. When it's convenient. I, yeah. I agree. I just, I can't, like... I can't put any less than like seventy five percent of the blame on Ben himself. No, yeah, it's yeah. entirely I, I, Ben's fault. But I don't, I'm, I don't see it as much as Ben's fault, but also just Rich Paul trying well, like, to work. His my magic, problem is, magic. we're looking like, at yeah, but we're like, talking about Ben Simmons. A, I know it's his agent, but like you have to know, like like we're talking about a guy who clearly doesn't work on his game yeah. to improve in the areas he needs to improve on. Because mm-hmm. again, if he did, he would just and listen. Actually, I'm gonna kind of take back what I just said because. I don't think Ben Simmons can't shoot. I just think he's a pussy and he won't yeah, shoot. Yeah, he won't. He's because you too. see these videos, and I know that there are those cliche in the gym in the LA summer. He's playing against LA NBA th- players. Right, that's what I mean. He's playing against other guys and he's shooting. He just becomes, listen, for lack of a better word, he becomes a bitch in the game and he won't yeah. shoot. Like I think that when people say Ben Simmons can't shoot, they're giving him an out. They're giving him an excuse. No, Ben Simmons can shoot. He just won't. And now we're at the point where, when you look at the way last season ended, we're at a point now where it's not even, listen, I've reeled back. We used to want him to shoot threes. Then it was mm-hmm. okay. Actually, he just needs to shoot, uh, you know, like maybe a mid-range. Mid-range, yeah. Now he just needs to take fucking layups. Do anything. Yeah, but Make yeah. a fucking free throw. It's, do it's literally, literally like, anything. Much much like the Phillies uh, playoff decline, it was it was a perfect decline. It yeah, went from right. our expectations just kept getting lower and lower, and it, that was it's, just the biggest issue. It sucks because I, like I, it's I a guy with ben all this Simmons potential. Situation is a lot worse than the Phillies situation right now, but whatever. Well, I mean, no, no, no. I was I was comparing. Right, it to he's how saying the like how the Phillies World Series then lost in the uh, yeah it was went down decline. one we level went, every year. We yeah. went. Taylor sent me a video about that as if I didn't know that happened. Right, but about what the the Phillies collapse, but yeah, going around Twitter, 
send yourself. Ben needs listen. Like yesterday, you've a quote. I don't know if it was yesterday, maybe the day before. You've a quote come out from Ben's team saying that being drafted to a team ready to win fifty plus games hurt him. Yeah, so like, that is like what? What's the point, Ben? You wanted to be See, drafted by a bad team and lose, and like, what does that? That's a fucking I'm just losers of, mentality. Are you like, like sick you have, of this? Though? Yes, like you I'm have all these guys yeah, who you have all these guys that come in like not for nothing. Like I'm trying to think, like Anthony Edwards, for example, he's like a one of those guys that comes out and like he's not hungry. Enough. You can tell he's hungry by the way he plays. Like you have guys yeah. like that that come out and they want to win, but they're stuck on these bad teams and they. They try their best not to bitch about it, but you can tell that they're frustrated when they yeah. win in college and they come in the NBA and they're losing. But then Ben Simmons comes in the NBA with a chance to be on a top team, and instead he's bitching about why aren't we losing more. But I think the bottom line here is just the fact that he's a whiny little bitch. I don't care. I don't care about. Yeah, he, he literally is. I don't care if he can shoot or if he can't shoot. At this point, it's over. The, the his attitude is the biggest problem. The Sixers' marriage is done. It, it's no, over. I agree. It's and over. As I as I said like last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was. I would honestly, at this point, like be content with letting him just sit. Let him oh, sit. Yeah. Just, let I him agree. sit. Seriously, like, let you him see, sit. You see immediately, like you saw Rich Paul coming out and being like, "Oh, he's losing that much money." Right. How, that's what oh, I mean. how much more? Like they said, so, they were like, all right with this uh, money being withheld, yeah, but as soon as I, the first check isn't coming in, it's, now a couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of that is just them trying to bluff the Sixers into doing something they don't want to do. Exactly. And uh, what came out past day or two about like Levert and Brogdon. Oh, take that. I would do that in a heartbeat at this point. Absolutely. Because you get a pretty proven point guard in Brogdon. I'm all for sitting on Ben if you're not getting a good offer. If you're getting a good offer, fuck Ben. Don't don't let the pettiness get in the way of that. But on the other hand, if you're not receiving any great offers, 100% sit on him. Don't let him go for loose change. Do you remember a couple weeks ago when I said, oh, there's no way in hell that like he's not going to get traded? Right. Well, now time just keeps slipping away. Yeah. And uh, I don't I don't know that he is going to get traded. Listen, what he's going to have to do is he's going to eventually have to come. If he doesn't get traded, if there's no good offers that present themselves within the first couple weeks of the season, he's going to have to make a decision between... Like, I think he's already fucking, made that decision. I mean, like, well, yeah, but I mean, like, if, uh, if we're, like, three weeks into the season and he isn't back and there's been no good offers yet, like, he's going to be faced with a decision of, like, really cementing his place in the league is, like, being being a bitch, yeah, like, literally. But, that, but that's bad and, like, for that's him gonna, That's what I mean. That's going to, like... Yeah play into what teams want him and you think owners like really like that's what I mean want to see that who's clamoring who's clamoring for Ben Simmons let alone the way he played then the season now looking at how his management has acted and how he is here's the thing if he had if he had the attitude problem and it was isolated meaning it his play wasn't lackluster or like like if he wasn't underperforming like if like people could deal with an attitude issue, but he's exactly both. like like for example, yeah. like I guess like T.O. would be a good like yeah. T.O. Yeah. had problems in the locker room. Yeah. Maybe he was a bit of a dickhead but he had sometimes. His own issues too, but he was great. But he had his every, own issues yeah. too with the organization, and he had the talent. Every time uh, T.O. might have acted like an asshole sometimes yeah. off the field, like but crunches when he laced news. up his fucking cleats on Sunday, he was gonna play to the best of his fucking ability. Absolutely. You can't say the same thing about Ben Simmons. No, you can't. And as far as like the other fallouts of the Ben Simmons saga, like. You guys were talking about Doc Rivers. I do agree that it does suck that the Ben thing is so prevalent because Doc gets to slip behind the scenes, even though he's like mm. one of the biggest problems yeah. with this Sixers organization right now because he simply isn't a very good coach. Like he and Taylor called that from the beginning. Uh, Taylor's yeah, never I, a big Doc big, Rivers fan, right? No, listen, I hundred percent agree. Taylor said Am that I from correct? the fucking jump. Yeah, like Thanks. also who the f- I saw uh, coaches polls that came out about like 
which this was that, and one of them was which coach makes the best in games in game adjustments. Yeah, and I don't in the get like in the all. also received votes, so like that could be one vote or maybe two, but like not a big enough percentage to make the actual list. Doc Rivers. Yeah. No. Who in the fuck voted for Doc Rivers There's, that makes the best in game adjustments? Like himself. He's just been yeah. Literally, it had so to have just been him if you're allowed to do that. Stop the count. There is there is literally one instance where I can see that he made an adjustment that actually helped, and that's the game against the Pacers that we came back. That is quite That's literally it. the only instance I can think of from last year. Literally, where had he made a good him. adjustment. But he is. I mean, yeah. it also could have been. They also could have been like, oh, he took out the all bench lineup at this time when it wasn't working. It wasn't working the whole fucking season. <laughs> well, yeah. so why are you taking him <laughs> out the, then? Like, just don't even do the it. The all like, bench lineup was <clears throat> driving me fucking insane during that, the Atlanta Hawks series. That was we fun saw that in Game Seven. In yeah. Game Seven, and, no, I know. and what pissed me off about Game Seven, not to like harp on this, but. It was that like Trey Young didn't even beat the Sixers like Kevin Herter did. Yeah, yeah true. Like Kevin Herter beat the Sixers. That really stung a little bit. Speaking of which, uh, it'll be game. interesting to see. How, we've already seen it in some instances so far uh, how the new rule changes will like affect players like like Trey Young. Like obviously, I'm I'm done shitting on Trey Young. I thought coming into the league, Trey Young's my biggest cold take. I thought Trey Young would suck. I couldn't have been more wrong. Yes. So I'll wear that one. Oh, like a, you know, a badge of honor. I was fucking a, wrong. You should get a fucking obvious. Obviously, I know he's still going to be good. But like that, just call what it is. That's a big part of his game. Leaning into guys, throwing his body in the way. So it'll be interesting to see how it affects players like him. Yeah, true. Uh, Harden. The even. nice part. The nice part about the rule change is it honestly, and not that it shouldn't. Like that just should be a foul. Whatever. But this kind of stuff Embiid does actually still is a foul, which is cool because obviously, like the rip through. Like you guys, yeah. the guy shouldn't have his hand there, and people were like, "Well, why didn't they do that? Like, why didn't they get rid of that?" It's like, dude, the guy shouldn't have his hand there. If it's there, it's there. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. True. that's on him. Like the the whole like yeah. jumping into people thing. That's a completely different. I mean, thing, yeah, they so. like you're you're moving your body, and it's basically telling defenders don't jump because if you're in the vicinity. Yeah. And they they're gonna just jump into you and draw foul, which is bullshit. So nice. I'm glad that they've they've actually even kind of went the other way with it. Instead, if it's like blatant, there will be an offensive foul, which yeah. I think is perfect because now you, you give defenders a little bit of leniency. Yeah, and but, you see the video yeah. of Steph Curry the other night. Yeah, that's exactly what I was kind of referring to. That that video was like, was, oh, thank was God. But another, I guess this isn't a fallout of Ben Simmons. I don't know if I'm crazy for thinking this. I kind of am expecting a better year out of Joel Embiid this year without Ben. Yeah. I think that a team without Ben Simmons plays more into Joel Embiid's style of play. Absolutely. Because now, yeah. instead of having him out on the perimeter, like however many possessions a game that he does, which is way too many and shooting way too many is threes. This the MVP year? Th- literally, I think that this. He got close last year. I wouldn't be surprised if he matches that performance or even better. Because He's going to exceed it this now year. Now you're going to have a guy who, under the, where he wants to be, under the rim, dominating these other centers that he is just better than. Uh, okay, I wouldn't say where he wants to be. because. But hasn't he said before he no, doesn't no, even listen, want to listen. shoot as many threes? No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. You, you missed his, uh, his press conference for media, or not media day, but they did an interview one-on-one with him the day after media day, and he said that he'd like to shoot more threes. Which was an interesting. I, I thought okay. it was very interesting. I, I, I mean, maybe he's just saying it's, that. <clears throat> no, yeah, he might be. But at the same time, like he is a good shooter. Like why the hell not? Yeah, he's, like, he's definitely above average for a center. You look at him like honestly, like a better when it comes to three point shooting for centers, like a better Pau Gasol, I guess. Especially like with his defense and stuff too. But um, the guy was never bad at shooting threes. So Joel has never been bad at threes. Uh, there definitely was seasons where he should have taken less. Last year, I think, was his least amount of threes taken in his career, which was great. But then I think if you incorporate him a little more 
Uh, it opens up the lane a little bit for Tobias, which is good because, I mean, he's not as great of a perimeter shooter. He's got that nice yeah. mid-range game. But I think even just letting him kind of figure out where he wants to be, especially with that, without Ben in the offense, will be a big boon right. because then you let your star player actually be the star. Right. The, the biggest problem with Joel shooting threes is he was settling for them because he didn't want to yes. run back yes. and forth down the court. The spacing yeah, will and help. that is not an issue anymore. The spacing either, will help I mean, when you have guys on the floor that can shoot. Yeah, and the, the biggest thing was uh, that both he and Doc noted was his nutrition uh, before last season. Uh, he hired a full-time nutritionist. He did everything he possibly could. No to more get milkshakes right. every single night. Which is yeah, crazy right. to say. No more milkshakes and fries <laughs> every fucking night for Embiid. A man who's paid to be in shape is just hiring a nutritionist. That's <laughs> yeah, no. That's well, I mean, <laughs> like he was he was pretty damn good without it. So like I don't know, but was he? Not for real? <laughs> yeah, he was. He was still he one was. of the best centers Dude, in the league he, before yeah. this year. He still barely breathe. Well, yeah, that's he, he had that's, to improve in that area. And yeah, he did. So thank God. There's something that Ben won't do. Ben won't take looks. The places he needs to uh, improve and well, do ben it. Ben was but never up and down the court. Yeah, well, like, well no, no, no. I said, no, no, like, I, said I said, Joel looked at an area that he needed to improve in and improved in it, and that's something Ben Simmons won't do. I get the analogy, Vince. Thank you. I, I respect your analogy. Um, but but like, yeah, I think I think with Embiid, I think he's going to be in even better shape this year because obviously he had, he had honestly. Before last season, he hired the yeah. nutritionist. I think like right. It's going to be awesome. This might, two MVPs might be the, the MVP city. year. Two, you're going to have Harper and Bead back yeah. to back. Uh, fucking and like you we were just talking about it, it, the last thing on this like report or reports from Ben Simmons camp is like them getting mad, saying the Sixers don't build around him. Like that, that made me laugh out loud. Like yeah, as dumb. if we didn't get rid of Jimmy Butler for him. For him. As yeah, if we I didn't know. sign Al Horford for, for him. him. Like it's it's a fucking Which joke. Both backfired. But, by ready? The way. I have a feeling that most of us in this room, Seamus, I don't know where you're going to stand on this. We'll will say, um, so the six the Sixers coming into the year, question marks, negativity, we don't really know. Let's all say the one thing that we are most looking forward to in the Sixers season. Ready? I'm going to count down from three. And at, at, at one, everyone say the one thing about this season you're most excited for. Three, two, one. Tyrese Maxey. I said popcorn. Pat, what'd you say? Maxi. Getting thrown you all say? over. Taylor? Uh, the rookie that I can't... Uh, Springer. Okay, Springer. Springer. Me, I, I knew I me and Pat would, would be Maxie. on the same page. Me and Pat yeah. both said Tyrese Maxi. I wish they would trade him. What? Why? Because he's a good he's a good player. Get what? get some get some shit for him. Yeah, you're not going to get anything for him. He's yeah, right. Not, Sixers are not like championship. Uh, well, right, but that's why it's good that he's only in his second year. And they weren't last year either, obviously. But. That's why it's good that Tyrese Max is only in his second year. He's yeah, a young but trade him and like get some more young. Players. But like right now, you're not getting any value for Tyrese Max. Seamus, you don't want you, you don't want young players. You, you want, want young win now players. players. But also, Tyrese Max himself is a young player. Yeah, the only reason I would have traded Tyrese was if it was him and Ben for Dame. And and I I'm also looking forward to the possible inclusion of more Isaiah Joe if uh, yeah. whoever's really you know whoever's whoever uh, we'll has get the, into that yeah we'll whoever has that. the power to put him in the game I would Taylor's I would really we'll Isaiah Joe guy um, but that's pretty much it for the Sixers so Taylor I'm excited for Springer also he I like his game he's yeah, got George, yeah, yeah, he's, think, he's a guy that's got he's a kid that's got some areas to improve in but like mm-hmm. I don't see I why he couldn't good, do it good bench three and D guy um, yeah even like I want. Uh, Matisse to develop into that more. Absolutely. Uh, if Mat- we obviously have Dude, Danny for the next two if years. If Matisse Steibel ever got a league average or even close to it three-pointer, he would be one of the best 3 and D guys in the league. His defense, he's, obviously his defense is already insane. I mean, he was up there for DPOY when he didn't even play yeah. like a fucking Play like 25 minutes a game. I, yeah, like if that. Like, <laughs> But Tyrese Maxey is definitely my most exciting thing. I'm very Freedom. excited to see him as mm-hmm. at a full-time starting position. I just so. I want to see young guys take leaps this year. I think Paul Reed's going to take a good leap 
Especially, and, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you Doc Rivers he's out the mud. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen. <laughs> I was gonna say, now Doc, that he's got his boy Drummond, us. now that he's got his boy Drummond, Bring back I kind of want to see. I kind of want to see. Paul I want Reed. Mo Cheeks coaching this team. <laughs> we haven't talked about it, but that I'm still a, f- a fan of that Drummond move. Like, yeah, I don't no, know I'm why people fan. weren't like. Obviously, the other night, it's a preseason game, but he dominated. He's no, gonna, I'm, I'm, he's gonna be the move. best backup uh, point guard uh, center Joel has had. Yeah, I yeah, think I mean, a lot of people by like, far. A lot of people aren't even talking about it. We, we, was, we thought it was gonna be Dwight, but I mean, Dwight last year just you could see there were certain parts of his game that were just lacking, especially when it came to jo- like comparing him to Joel. I think Drummond's a much better shooter than Dwight, obviously. Uh, Dwight's Where did Dwight go? Lakers, game. right? Andre Drummond yeah. also fucking can get you twenty boards. Yeah, exactly. Like Dwight might have been like a pretty good rebounder, but Andre Drummond has rebounding titles. So yeah. like, why the like that is a great sign. And the dude's only twenty. And Dwight Howard <laughs> made some of the most confusing fouls you'll ever see. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Like Drummond, like while he does lack in defense when it comes to comparing him to Dwight. He's still a big body that's going to be in there, and you're not going to be playing him as I much. I always like, said the people, like, on, not, not that I'm saying you're wrong, but the people that, like, made such a point to talk about Dwight's defense, it's like, dude, his defense no, was fine, but, like, he fouled half the time. <laughs> no, I know, but, I mean, like, he was in a position that he could use those fouls, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, it, it when it comes down to it, like, if he fouls out of the game, whatever, that's fine. But the part that sucks is, like, and also another thing is, like, if, if you're just giving up an easy layup versus they have to make two foul shots, we know True. as uh, we have a player currently yeah. that can't make foul shots, yeah, yeah. how difficult that can be sometimes. So, <laughs> like, it's it's you're giving yourself a better chance, I guess. You can't make foul shots. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I never heard anything about No one that. on the Sixers active roster. But that's pretty, much, that's pretty much all we uh, got on the Sixers. There's, there's your culprit. Should be, should be an exciting year to say the least interesting interesting definitely. Definitely. so we'll see how it plays out as uh the season gets closer and closer and now now, now i have more time to watch sixers game this year yeah how about that now let's weary. talk about uh our sunday as far as the eagles as far as uh tailgating goes as far as post, your post game show yeah as far as our post game <laughs> that was the best post game show i was ever a part of <laughs> stepping all over eric's yak in the parking yeah, lot of Jetro. Yeah, yeah. By the way, he is correct. Every time he gets sick, everyone automatically thinks he's going into diabetic shock. Well, let's, oh, it was so funny. So let's let's talk about including this, me. We'll talk about the game, but let's talk. We'll let up to the game. So, what time did Pat O'Leary get to the fucking Jetro lot? The fucking lot at seven thirty in the morning. That's insane. Yes, he did. Not a single by himself person showed up till nine a.m. How much did they charge you, by the way? Forty bucks. I Jesus woke boy. up at seven a.m. and I was getting texts from Pat like, "Where are you guys?" Like, brother, <laughs> I just got up. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Mean, I, I woke up and Ubered. Ubered I right was now. the personal like alarm clock at the house that I slept at with all my friends. Where I, uh, I woke up, I connected to a speaker, I put on Queens "Don't Stop Me Now," and yeah, I ran course. throughout the house waking everyone up. Of course you did. And then we drank beers and eventually made our way down to the tailgate where we found. What was what was the time you drank your first beer? Uh, I cracked my first beer up at at seven thirty. What time did I get there? Good God! Right and I nine. yeah, I drank until About nine very late. Five. Yeah, no. So we get there. You know, Pat's got his truck set up. The tunes are going. It takes Pat maybe five minutes to get shirtless after I get there. Yeah, I was you shirtless you when always, you got there. Yeah, you always love. That's to see what that. you guys do to each other. <laughs> It's you know it's hard. I was shirtless way before Vince got there. I guess what I didn't take my shirt off. And then my friend, that's not surprising. Much to your dismay, this was where the tailgate got out of hand. My friend's girlfriend brought a handle of rumple. Yeah, she destroyed me. Is the the rumple mins and the chocolate sauce? I was done. The the chocolate uh, syrup chaser is what did a lot of us in. I was done. It did me in. 
Not how, as bad as it did Eric. How Let's bad, talk about Eric. How Eric bad were these bad. hangovers? Because that's a lot of sugar. Mine wasn't that bad. My hangover was tolerable. Mine was fine. I had the worst hangover that I've had in, in like a year this weekend, that one Friday, but that's a whole, or Saturday morning. That's a whole different story. Though. And you drank that hard the next day? I, dr- I blacked out Friday, <laughs> Saturday, <laughs> and Sunday. Taylor, the best cure for a hangover is to no, keep drinking. Is start drinking. Yes, yeah, it is, yeah. and you can't yeah. tell me anything. No, if it, it was I've the next anything day. Anything from O'Leary, it's that. Friday, I blacked out in Maniunk. Saturday, I blacked out a Garage in Fishtown. And Sunday, I blacked out in Xfinity Live. Terrible. Garage in Fishtown is a garage. fucking mess. Uh, you got to be vaxxed to get it's in there. Awful. It's oh, awful. really? Yeah, you got to show awful, proof awful, of vax. Well, yeah, because everybody's literally breathing on top of each other. The only good bar in Fishtown is L Bar. Wait. And no. uh, handlebar. You ever been to the barcade? Fun place. I hate barcade but because I hate IPAs. Frankfurt, oh, sure. Frankfurt Hall. Frankfurt Hall's Frankfurt fun. Hall's I do like Frankfurt Hall. Yeah, Hold come on. on. Wait. So the Rumpelmans comes out, and this was the beginning of the end for our friend Eric, our good good friend of the show. May Eric God Ryan. rest his soul. Um, it, not too long after he was um he was yakking in the piss spot, which for those of you that don't know and aren't uh, aware like of our literally lingo, everybody. Well, you know, I'm just gonna like you know, let them go in. To the other he threw up side. in the piss spot. He couldn't go to the other side of the car. It's kind of like become a tradition. Truck. Sorry, at our, Pat. It's kind of become a tradition at our tailgates for James, someone to act in the piss spot. Sides, so it doesn't matter. But, um, in the end, in the end, he acted in both piss spots. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it didn't matter. Anyway. Then he was laying down in the back of Pat's truck, and we uh, thought he was in diabetic shock. Friend of the show, Sean Zarzation, and his girlfriend were feeding him. Diet ginger ale and a hot dog bun. And a hot so dog Taylor, bun. Taylor, Just a hot dog bun. This. Let me preface this. They're like, all right, Please we need sugar. Or we need sugar for Eric. He's going into like diabetic shock. And I was like, are you sure? And they're Crack like, yeah. And I was like, all right, whatever. So literally all the sugar I have. And I completely forgot we had chocolate sauce at this point. Otherwise, I would have just drenched him in fucking chocolate sauce. But all I had was diet ginger ale in the bottom of my truck left over from tailgating at Penn State last weekend. And hot dog buns. <laughs> that was it. And that's what we fed to that's dying it. Eric. To the ailing Eric. I mean, dude, like we, we killed that bottle of Rumble Mans in like an I, hour. I witnessed a man's life end in, in, like, in that. I thought you were going to say we killed Eric. That happened too. That the gang kills Eric. Oh, that um, would that would have been a great like follow up to having John on as a guest for the first time in years. Hey, we, we killed, killed your, your first son. son. Yeah, your first son. <laughs> there were the about eighty son. about eighty That's hot dogs in the cooler that never got made. You know that shit happens. You get a little drunk and the grill never gets to running. Yeah, well, I was well, the disappointed. Problem was that. the problem was. I mean, if you wanted to start the charcoal up, oh God, I, no, no, like, I am not. I'm not shitting on you. I'm talking to Seamus. I could have done that. I work in a kitchen, bro. You never just charcoal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can do it. I could have done it. I didn't even know there was charcoal there. It was literally sitting right in the bed in front of you. I didn't see it. Oh, my God. He doesn't even know what charcoal looks like. I didn't see it. Did not see it. The problem would have been we would have had to cool all the charcoal and shit off by the time we Which you had plenty of time to do, by the way. No, because everybody got there. Yeah, we got there late. 11.30. Oh, yeah, that's right. By the time I got the charcoal started, it would have been noon. By the time we got the hot dogs and everything cooked, it would have been like one, pretty much. Game time. And then... We would have to sit there for an hour, wait for the grill to cool down, so we could dump the charcoal out. Yeah, and then that would have been bad. That's it. So I mean, if yeah. you guys really wanted to, we could have just to, sat there all day. To carry day. on in the, uh, I blame Eric. To carry on in the timeline of things, I remember drunk Vince was on top of Pat's truck begging him to let me jump through the table. I remember that. I I, I planned on doing the Jeff Hardy Swanton bomb through the table, so it's probably time a good thing that uh you didn't let me do that. So I guess thank you for the foresight. 
Well, the main reason I didn't let you is because Eric wanted to do it, and it was his table. So I was like, listen, Eric wants to break this. You can't break yeah, you're right. it. Right. <laughs> it, it would That's be, only fair. There's no greater form of disrespect to a man <laughs> than to break his table when he wanted to break his own table. Exactly. Yep. Um, so then, this is my favorite part of the story. We eventually make our way over to Xfinity Live, where the line is, let's just say, as long as the eye can see. Absurd. And I would say, I would think it's safe to say that we got there to about kickoff. Yes. Uh, if we had waited in that line, we might not have gotten in the game to like what halftime, third quarter, like dead, third like dead quarter. serious, like it was that long. But we were walking in a group of about twenty people, but like separated into like smaller sections of like two or three people. Yes. And uh, someone in front of me, uh, yeah, Pat Patrick Patrick Doyle, Patrick friend Robert of the show, of the show. Yeah. saw a fellow Roman Catholic alum. Shout out to Roxborough kids. Yeah, by shout the out way. to the Roxborough they, kids. They they, they, were, save, they eat roadkill, so but they they save their. They were basically at like borderline the front of the line, like right before the barricades come. And Pat Pat Doyle goes over and he's talking to them. And then I guess Seamus and O'Leary here see that and they kind of get in there. Was long gone. Oh, I literally saw okay. Pat walk over and I was like, oh shit, where's no, Seamus so slowly but I was in front of you guys. Slowly but surely, the rest no, of the... No, Seamus, you kept walking. That no, I was in front of you guys. When we were with the Roxborough kids, I was literally the first one to get in with those kids. The, the rest of the group that we were with see this and we all start cutting in the line. Like, literally, like, 20 people cut in this line. And this line must have been full of either very nice people or people like me that are just, like, pushovers and too scared to say anything. No, I think everyone was just didn't Because, care. like, we cut that... Dude, we cut that line bad. Yeah. And then I have bad. a couple friends uh, that didn't cut the line with us. Instead, they bought three fake wristbands oh my God. for $60. No, they dollars. They were so they were they real? Bought them, they bought them from Xfinity security guards. Oh, okay. So what? He was trapping them at the back of the yeah, line? They literally, they had just gotten off and they were like... They $60? Got for three. Yeah. 20 dude, 20 bucks to That's skip that hour and a half line? I mean, line. we did it for free. I, listen, I'm just, saying, if I, I'm just saying, if I wasn't uh, given the opportunity to cut in that line, I would have 100% paid $20. Oh, yeah. With the state we were in, yeah. Absolutely. What's the appeal of this place? That what, you Xfinity? Would... There's zero appeal to it. I don't, I don't think. I think it's fun. It's fun uh, it, when you're it's drunk. Fun. It's, it's fun, fun when you're fun. drunk. Well, that I would you never, would pay. But I would never I plan I will be there night. on Saturday. I will be there on Saturday. But I would never plan a night. If you want to come meet Pat O'Leary, he will be there on Saturday. He's doing a meet we and greet going, in the lobby. We'll be going to the Eric Church concert. Listen, I got nothing to do on Saturday. Maybe I'll make an appearance. You never hey, know. come through. The Tyson Fury fight is on, so. By the way, I would never, like, just say, oh, like, what am I planning to do this weekend? I would never be like, oh, yeah, let's go to Xfinity. No, you only go, like, if there's an event and if you're, uh, like, hammered. I do agree uh, in a way, but it also is. Well, we're not all rich like O'Leary. But it also is fun when it's not, like, swamped. O'Leary like, literally you, has millions of dollars. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I, I had a great time on Sunday, and Beans I had a great time when I went to Xfinity for one of the Sixers playoff games. But like at the same time, it's so swamped that it's impossible to get a drink. Yeah. It's impossible to walk around. Yeah. Like for example, when we first got in Xfinity with our all of our people, um, it was like very packed. I think we went in PBR with the bull and everything, and it's just like regular It's it? like not fun to go in there when it's packed because you can't move anywhere. So you know the couple. Girls we were with, they rode the bull, and then we got out of there, and we went over to the other bar across the way, which I can't remember. Victory. Victory. And that's where we spent most of the most of this game watching it as we were dancing on tables, and Seamus at this point was blacked blacked out yes. drunk. And this is what I was saying I off recovered, air. recovered, though. Very This nice is what thing. I was saying off air. Seamus Apparently has a defining didn't. quality no, when I he's drunk. I went to Barnaby's afterwards. Seamus's defining quality to me when he's drunk is uh, he'll walk away to the bar to get a drink and come back with, like, 
set no one asked for a drink but he'll come back with like seven <laughs> drinks and just like hand them out that's what i do like he's like the robin hood of it drunk depends people. it depends that's depends. what I do. sometimes he'll come back with seven drinks and if he's angry seamus then you'll ask for one and he'll be like no they're all mine well yeah <laughs> well, I mean, he was he was yes. robin hood seamus on sunday he was i was in a great mood he was though. giving out the drinks to the people it was a beautiful sight brought tears to my eyes i, I brought tears to a lot of people's eyes um and then we can count on maybe but i do that sober anyway we so. can we can count on almost a full hand how many times the eagles scored and me and Pat celebrated like madmen, and then it was taken mm. off the board. Yeah, um, you know, especially the Devonte Smith I mean, touchdown. Uh, battle, I jumped off the table in the Pat's arms, and imagine like the, <laughs> that, that is like a sight for sore eyes. Imagine the like the shock on our faces when like Pat's holding me and we see a penalty thrown. <laughs> like that's like the ultimate regret. Yes, because like we just celebrated our hearts was... out. Maybe regret for Pat for you know trying to carry all that weight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gee, please, I mean, he's nothing. Yeah, well now but Pat's in shape. I had to basically reverse form tackle you to keep you up on the way home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so then, yeah. Uh, what else? Really, I don't even know what else really happened besides my friends were doing splits on the table, which was, was nice. a sight to see. Yeah, that was, that was pretty intense. <laughs> that was that I, was pretty called for. It sounded like someone had been thrown from the table. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um. The, I ended up staying at that place, that godforsaken place, until like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. That's pretty good. Keep in mind, we got there at like 1. Vince looks good. Vince looked good on I, Sunday. I did not look good on Sunday. <laughs> I was, I was, that was the culmination of my whole weekend. Like By I said, way, I blacked out Friday and Saturday also. Saka was probably happy that he didn't come because that was a fucking shit show. But, um, shit yeah, show? it was a shit show. Shit well, show. speaking of shit show, let's talk about the game. Because oh, Do obviously I don't want to, but but this, didn't, didn't we all know that that was coming? I mean, I, I certainly mm. I'd actually say I think that that game went better than I expected. Oh yeah, it yes, definitely went better. Times it went better. a lot better. Now but we were expecting, but it like now. there's also pain in doing better than I expected because I'm like, well, then why couldn't we have won? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I expected a blowout, so that since we didn't get blown out, since I'm we like, damn, we could have we were in the game, right? Yeah, but like, like I said, dude, Patrick Mahomes comes in here with his back up against the wall in arguably the best division in football right now. Yeah, I'd say it's between the West in both conferences. Like, I didn't see them leaving with a loss. I also didn't see Arizona and being on. I will say this first and foremost, so that people can't do this, because I know I don't think you guys will, but. Jalen Hurts again is not to blame for this. Like, yeah, he was. He's playing. He, he Jalen Hurts is playing phenomenal. very good. Yeah, he had over four hundred all purpose. The first thing that's coming to my mind that I could think of that pissed me off was people blaming the Greg Ward drop. Yeah. on Jalen. Yeah, he got a yeah, lot. Of the throw was ridiculous. okay. The, the th- I'll I'll give in a little. The throw You're was maybe to a little. Your receivers though, like, maybe, that's the right? Thing. I'll give in a little. The throw was maybe that high. Was not on Jalen, it though. fucking hit Greg Ward. Between the fucking yeah. hands, yeah. in the fucking triangle of that. where you're supposed to catch the ball. Yeah. What the fuck more did Especially you want? Especially with your fucking sticky gloves. Like, <laughs> what the fuck more did you want on that throw? Yeah, that's, I, that's I, I, I don't. Jaylen. I literally I think don't. Jalen's got a lot of like haters. He obviously. does. Well, because Already. you still have a lot of people that love Carson in the city. Yeah. And that want to uh, see Jalen fail to spite. I don't all think, the people that don't, I don't like think Carson. a lot of people like Carson. I dude, just think, there dude, there's a, a large section. Of, dude, there's a large section of this fan base. Like, as far as Eagles, I don't, I don't see it. There's Eagles Twitter people that like have been devoted Eagles like yeah. accounts that like added like Colts to their bio and yeah, like yeah. made their profile picture Wentz yeah, but in I a think Colts that uniform. It's more of like a troll job. I don't no, think these not. people there's actually. Dude, no, no, they're no literally way. going. They're going and like replying not, to people yeah. and being like, "Wentz is better than yeah, her." Trolling we people. Wentz all the, no, they're not. But they, like they're serious. trolling, but they're serious about what they're saying. I don't know. I don't, like I, a I, lot, I a large know. portion of this fan base still loves Carson, and they hate Jalen Hurts because of it. They act like it's his fault. Carson had the worst season I've ever fucking seen by a quarterback. I think the expectations were too high for Jalen. 
Well, uh, for uh, the expectations for this team in general might be too high, and maybe well, there's no wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. Besides zero the, receivers, they have no. They have, um, they have zero running back. No veteran. No veteran experience at the receiver position. Yeah, but I would. I don't. I wouldn't trust any of those guys. That's any of them. Well, the receivers. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Receivers. You have no. Well, and the only good running back is fucking what's his name, uh, Miles. Miles and, and Miles and Kenny Gainwell. Yeah, Gainwell, Gainwell had a good game. Dude, great. he's not going to be like a long-term let me, solution. Let me say that, Seamus. He could be. The no, Eagles, he's the same kind I guarantee of he won't be. The Eagles would have. I kind of utility I, back that Sanders is. Yeah, no, Kenny Gainwell is, is very good. I agree. Um, he's, had, he's had a good My thing so about saying the Eagles with the running backs is I think the Eagles would have one of the best backfields in the in the, in the the league. In the country. If I was getting confused. Not the Canadian league. I was getting confused with college football for a second there. Canadian leagues. I think we'd have one of the best backfields in the league if it was used properly. Properly, but it's not. But it's not. It, it, it's we have another coach that do, that abandons the run. Yeah, but we have doesn't to commit to the run. Second, this is a first year coach. He may or may not be a good. coach. Well, that's what I was just about that's to say. With to I think term. maybe the expectations were set too high by people the play like calling us. Calling last week, by the way, th- this past week, I mean, was much better than the week before. I think yeah. we can all agree to that. It was yeah, it was I mean, much better. Offensively, agreed. D D. Listen again. This well, is what we're going to say. Vince, this Vince, is what Vince. we're. This do you want to get it? Do you want to get into our new segment since we only have about twelve minutes left? Yeah. Do you want to? Um, let me let me intro it real quick. So basically, yeah. what we're gonna do is each week we are going to uh, theoretically or hypothetically send Nick, someone attention? from Philadelphia sports to jail based off their performance that previous week. So between now and Tuesday, someone has to go to jail, and we're all gonna pick who we vote on. Someone's going so, to jail. Let's see, Taylor. Go ahead, play the intro music. Taylor, cue it up. QAnon. QAnon. That's what we love to hear, but... Where we go one, we go all. Absolutely. I mean, that's their mantra. Did you know that? We, we go one, we go all? Yeah. Terrible song, by the way. It's been a First long up. week. It's been a long week, and now we come where... From the nosebleeds, we are the judge, jury, and executioner. I wouldn't say executioner. Well, we're not going to execute anyone. That's Brian Kelly's (laughs) Again, hypothetical. Well, yes. That's Brian Kelly's job alone. Who wants to go first? Pat, who do you want to send to jail from Philly Sports this week? I would like to send, with a sentence of five to ten years. Oh, we're sentencing them? Yes. Wow. Five to ten years for Doc Rivers. (laughs) That's a Doc Rivers has failed in a playoff series. Not one, not two, not three, but four times now? Probably five. Um, well, no, no, I'm just talking over his career. I mean, the uh, guy just doesn't know how to keep leads in the playoffs. I don't know but. exactly what you're referring to as far as this week. <laughs> so Doc Rivers are going to jail. <laughs> well, Doc Rivers has a, listen, an all-time listen, bad another, quote there's another. There's another part. He came out and said this week, wow, Isaiah Joe, he's been doing great in practice. We really, we, we really need to see him on the floor more. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You're the coach. You're of this the team. coach. You make the rotations. Right. You create. You decide who goes out when. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, are you insane? You're really gonna come out and say this to to the media when all you had to do is be like, yeah, I think I'm gonna play Isaiah Joe more. That would have been perfect if he had just said that. Isaiah he's sitting Joe's there like, d- like, did he forget he's the coach? Like, man, I, I wish, I wish this someone would put, Eagles. I wish this someone would put Eagles. Isaiah, Isaiah Joe on the floor more. It's like, Doc, this you're the, the one with the power dude. to so do Doc's so. Doc's going to jail. Doc the GM, is 100 going to jail. GM isn't going to tell you who to play when. This isn't the Eagles, Vince. <laughs> like, this is your team. So, but We're that's who I'm sending to jail this I'm, week, five to ten years. I'm Vince? scared. I'm, I'm going to let you go next. I'm going to let you go next. I'm scared. I might steal one from you. So no, go ahead. No, I want, I'm confident that you won't. I'm very torn between two people here. 
Uh, well, I'm torn between. All right, I might as well go. Yeah, do uh, it. Mine are multiple people. He's, he's not going to do the same one as you, Vince. Uh, my, mine are multiple people, but it's under the same. Uh, like it's under one uh, category. Okay. One okay. Philly's umbrella. It's it's yeah exactly. It's under one umbrella. <laughs> and I'm sending every single member of the Phillies bullpen to jail. Ooh. Tonight. All right. Oh, he and, didn't say yours, Vince. <laughs> and, and here's why. And here's why. The Phillies had the most blown saves like in the history of probably the universe yeah. this season. If they held ever if they held on to every even every half. one of those even half of no, them. No, I'm saying if all of them we would have won 116 games this year. 116 <laughs> games. And if they hold on to half we make the playoffs. Listen, 116 games. If the Phillies bullpen did not blow their saves. And that that's is almost the number of years they've been around. Man. 116 games. Quite literally is. And guess what? We were we were all of those lunatics away from winning 116 games this year. That's literally all we had to do was to hang on to every single save. And guess what? Oh, well, that's not possible. Brad Lidge did it by himself. Literally, though. By himself. Even if you hold on to half, you make the playoffs. I want 116 games, Vince. Don't steal this from me. I know. Everyone <laughs> is going to jail tonight in the Phillies bullpen. The whole because Phillies guess bullpen. what? Gabe Kapler's Giants and Dave Roberts. My Giants. Fuck you. <laughs> Dave, Dave Kapler's Giants and Dave Roberts Dodgers would, wouldn't, dude, they wouldn't even be talked about if the Phillies won 116 games. They wouldn't even be, that's uh, 10 games or more. All right. So, by the way, you're, you're going to go next, but I, I would like to congratulate the Los Angeles Dodgers. They deserve to be, yeah, they, they deserve to be in the division series. The, 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 the St. Louis brutal. Cardinals have no business being in, being, being, being even in the playoffs. They, they are a shitty team run by a shitty fucking manager, Mike Schilt, who looks like he's stuck in fucking the, the South with his, with his corn up his ass. But anyway, oh, no. I don't like Mike Schilt. <laughs> now, nah, winning 106 games and being in the wild card is brutal. It's so. bullshit. Baseball has to do something about that. Meaning, if you win 100 or more games in a fucking division, I don't care what the next team has, how many wins they have, yeah. you're both division champions. You're yeah. co-division champions. Great game. Don't give yeah. a shit. A, a 100 win season should guarantee you a, a division series. It should guarantee you that. Fix that baseball. What's a great but game last the night? The Phillies bullpen is going to jail, and yes. Chris Taylor is probably going to try to bail them out because he's having a good day. Yeah. Great, great game last night. Also, not to get, I'm, I'm excited they're getting rid of that guy on second in the extras. Yes, but um, okay. So, I was, I'm really stuck between two. So Who's I'm gonna going save to one in a minute. I'm gonna give an honorable mention after this. But I'm sending Aaron Nola to jail. Let's do it. That's because a good one. The last time we were here was uh, the first game of the Brave series. So yes. that had just started. Yep. I'm sending Aaron Nola to jail with a 25 to life sentence for being a fraud. I'll tack on an a extra phony, third. and just lying to us one about how most, good he is. One of the most overrated... Aaron Nola stinks. He stinks. He stinks Awful. like shit. Awful. He's he's just not good. He's I feel not like, good. I feel like fucking Stephen A when he was ranting about Kwame Brown. Like, the guy's a scrub. He's a bona fide scrub. Aaron Nola is he not can't a number pitch. one. He's not a number one. On any team. He's not a number two. On any team. Yeah, he's not a number is two he, either. He's a, he's a decent number he's three. A borderline three. Like, that is fucking terrible from what that's, he used to be. He's nice. He's bad. He's fucking bad, and I want him in jail on charges of being a fraud and a phony. Yeah, but guess what? Velasquez bad is just going to go ba uh, bail him out. That's yeah. your problem. But I agree with your sentencing. Now, my my honorable mention. So this guy's getting off this week, and I I'm going to let him get off because he's never been. Uh, never, you never let me get. He's off. never been a coordinator in the NFL yet. Jonathan Gannon came extremely Ooh. close to getting jail. <laughs> With the charge of putting a fucking linebacker on Tyreek Hill. Just, he's just under evaded, investigation. Please. He just literally, evaded, he just evaded 
going to jail this week. Who the fuck lines a linebacker up on the fastest receiver in the fucking NFL when you know our linebackers suck in the first place? Vince, let Gavin go with a warning. Yeah, he's listen. He's if if next week who do we play? Uh, the Panthers. If somehow yeah. the Panthers light us the fuck up on defense, he's a hundred percent going to jail. And Fletcher Cox might go with him at this point. Sorry, but no. That's Jonathan that's Gannon. Too honorable man. Jonathan Gannon got very close because he said, "Oh, Tyree killed. Yeah, linebacker. That'll that'll do." Like, by the way, Jesus Christ, by the man. Way, let Jesus me, let me get one honorable mention. Yeah, go ahead. And it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be Philly sports related, right? This well, I mean, it's supposed to be, but you could. All you right. know what, Seamus? I'll reserve your honorable mention. Can be a, a wild caveat. card. Yours can be a wild card. This is this, uh, that's that's actually a very good way to say it because this person participated in a wild card game. Garrett Cole. Should, oh should, uh, yeah, <laughs> Garrett Cole. By if the there's way, there's any Yankee fans listening. They also want to throw him in jail. I, I will say I'm this right about Garrett Cole. <laughs> when Garrett Cole signed that deal with New York, I automatically knew that was a mistake. A mistake. He he it's got a lot of money. He got lit up in Houston in the playoffs. Yeah, he, he did. He was fucking good in the regular season. But guess what? That dude is the same Garrett dude. Cole that that was fucking mediocre at best with Pittsburgh. Let's talk about he how not a good pitcher. Let's he, talk about how stinks. quick his season went downhill after the spider tap drama. He fucking stinks. I mean, yeah, let's call right. what it is. Blame blame Trevor Bauer and all that. But I will say this. Well, no, I'm saying it's a good thing. It showed that like, what is he? Oh, I can't grip the. No, like, shut I, the fuck I, up. I know he's a bitch. He's a prima donna. And what I saw today on Twitter really made me extremely angry. I saw people saying, "Oh, guess what? You're going to shit on Garrett Cole. Look at these fans taunting him at Fenway uh, Park in a one game fucking play, dude. You're what do you expect? Yankees. You're on the Yankees, dude. It's the most heated rivalry in all of sports. You're on the Yankees. You're in Fenway. You're the opposing starter that's getting paid eight billion dollars. The most heated rivalry in all of sports. But I will say, I will say, the Garrett, greatest Garrett Cole to jail because yeah. guess what? He he is terrible. Also. Not that I'm sending these people to jail, but I need all of the mainstream media and New York media to write a letter, maybe even a written, yeah, a written letter of apology to Jacob Degrom for ever writing like who's the real ace of New well, York. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, well Degrom is miles exactly. and miles be, better than. To be fair, the, the, the Yankees are going to get better press than the Mets. It's always been. Oh like yeah, that, and it always. I'm will just be. saying he's so much better than Garrett Cole. It's not Absolutely. even close. Yeah, it's not even close. Get, also, Jacob we, Degrom. We got to wrap it yeah. up. Taylor's giving us My, the wrap up signal. One more thing. So my honorable point. mention, Rich Paul. All right. Oh, hundred percent. Nothing more needs to. And really by the way, guilty by association. Adele's got to be. Yes, she's, <laughs> she's got to go to jail too. Adele too. I'm sorry, Adele. I All love right. you, sweetheart. Well, you know, uh, listen. If you're out there and you're listening, and you're Jonathan Gannon or anyone else in Philadelphia sports, be careful because we might be sending you next week. So, uh, you know, do your best this next week and don't let yes. us down. Go. Phillies. All right, guys. Go. I mean, go Sixers and Eagles. <laughs> and, and by the way, go Flyers. Also, Sacco, thanks for coming, man. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, Love how do you like that guys. liquid death? Good? Sacco Best water on this side of the Mississippi. Hey, Drink liquid death. See you, guys. Hey. I love you, Pat. Oh.